Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash sunismiley. He always behave himself and uh, do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Sun of Smiley podcast. I am sitting in Taipei, Taiwan. Remember last episode, I said I might give an update. There might be more than one episode this week. I lied. It didn't happen. Got way too much to do. Hopefully, I'll do two episodes this week to give a good recap as what has occurred and transpired in the last few days. So it is Monday right now. No, it's not. It's Tuesday. In Taipei, Monday right now in North America. So it feels a little strange because I'm living the future, trying to record something for the past. So I'm like Doc and Marty right now, back to the future. Um, yesterday marked one of the hottest days in Taipei in the last 27 years. It was 38.2 degrees Celsius and three trillion degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know the conversion, so doesn't matter. It was really hot. And one thing we did yesterday is something that we probably shouldn't have done. So the wife and I we went to this amusement park in non Taipei in the city that's about you know an hour and a half away by train, high speed train by the way. It's very fast. It's incredible. And it's called Liao Fu Village or Liao Fu Amusement Park, whatever it is.、Um, it's in Xinzhou, so it's a little、um, city in the countryside that's close to Taipei. And I think I have a relative who grew up there. I don't know. I don't remember anything. It's ten fifteen in the morning. I never do this podcast this early. So we're at the amusement park. It's interesting. It's got a you know it's it's got a Disney feel to it. And I I'm talking about Disney feel. I mean it's literally Disney. They just can't call it Disney. They had all these different parks inside this park. So you walk in. It's kind of like Disney World、um, for those who's been there. You walk in, and it's divided up into these five different sections. So you got the middle section, which is Arabian Nights, which is just literally Aladdin. You go in there; it's got a genie, it's got Aladdin on the wall, it's got Jasmine. But they just change the colors of their skin, so it looks more legit. But you know that they didn't come with these characters. I mean, they do have original cartoon characters; they're quite cute. But I'm pretty sure they just. Took other comics from you know Asian descent and smack it into there. So it, it's like this, you know, it's like a fusion restaurant type of experience where everything is okay, but nothing is right. Anyways, so there was that. There's a Wild West section. There's a South Pacific section, which is weird because we are in the South Pacific. Like, why would you make a theme park that? Is literally where we're at. There's a safari section, which is a knockoff of Madagascar. All the animals look just like Madagascar animals. The colors are Madagascar, but of course they can't call it Madagascar because you got to pay ridiculous amount of royalty. So they call it safari party. So in this park, there's all these rides. 
um, that are broken. They're all under maintenance for some reason. Maybe it's because we're there on a Monday. I don't know. But 75% of the stuff was under maintenance. So we just had a good tour of maintenance signs. And the rides we did go on, which is the pirate ship and this other thing where it goes 360. I don't know what's it called. The fire wheel or something like that. Felt like it was going to break at any time. There was moments in the upside down sections of the ride that my body was literally off the seat and hanging by the security strap that was in front of my chest. So that was great. That was a very Asian-specific experience where safety definitely comes last. I think the best part about the whole park is the way we got our tickets. So I ordered the tickets online, you know, a few days before looking for, you know, promotional packages and they got one. They had this promotional package that was meant for couples. And, you know, it's designed as a love package. Whatever it was, they have this nice little advertisement on it. So I bought it. It was, you know, it was a good discount. It was almost 60% off the door price. So I got the tickets. They sent you this, this QR code. So you're supposed to go to registration and get the tickets. And at the bottom of the conditions, so they got this thing where you got to be over, I think, 21. You got to have uh, adult company you if you're a child, which is weird because the couple's tickets. Um, you also need to have your ID. You need to have all these different things with you. And there's one condition in all these lines is that you must kiss for 10 seconds in front of the staff to prove that you are in D couples. So I think there are people in Taiwan who are buying these promotional packages who are not in D couples and will refuse to kiss each other if they are, they're claiming the tickets. I'm so glad I didn't go to the park with my brother because I would have to kiss him for 10 minutes. So we got the registration. Anyways. And I got my QR code. I'm in line. And the line is consisted of all kids. It's a Monday. So I think it's they're also the graduation season for the high schools and middle schools, I'm assuming. And they're all in uniforms. So I think as part of the graduation you know, ceremony or celebration, they go to these parks to have a good time. So it's all kids getting stuff. So I'm walking up there. My turn to the counter. Show a lady my QR code. She's doing the stuff, getting the tickets. And then she looks up, my wife and I, and she goes, okay, you got to kiss for 10 seconds. And I was like, that's a real thing. I thought you guys just put it there to deter people. And she's like, no, you can start now while I print the tickets. So I had to kiss my wife for 10 seconds in front of all these kids who probably never seen the white person before in their lives. And yeah, that was the most... Uh, perverted way of selling tickets I have ever experienced in my life. So if you want to kiss whoever you want to bring with you in Taiwan, just buy a couple's promotional package for Leofu Village and go there. Make it interesting. Go to Leofu Village with your dad, buy a promotional package, and kiss your dad for 10 seconds and watch what happens to your life. I guess I should talk a little bit about the shows that I did. All I really can remember right now is that awkward Leofu moment that, anyways, it's traumatizing. But uh, shows are good. Um, let's recap all the way back to Singapore. Singapore was amazing. We, uh, the show was at a place called Heroes. Packed, hot crowd, hot weather. I was sweating inside and outside the venue. But, you know, that is Singapore. They were on top of the equator. Came to Taiwan on Wednesday... 
Um, and Thursday did a little show at their comedy club called Two Three Comedies in the basement of a brewery called Two Three. I think it's called Two Three because you can fit about two to three people in the basement, and it's literally a fire hazard. But that's that's the best part, best way to do comedy in general. You know, it's a little dingy underground basement, very hush hush, awesome. Um, Thursday we went to Taichung. Which is um, city? It's in the middle of Taiwan. That's not in the middle at all. If you look at the maps, it's shown on the on the west side. It should be called Taishi, which is Taiwan West, but it's called Taiwan Middle, which is what Taizhou means. And I even asked the audience member who's lived there all her lives, why is it called the middle and it's not in the middle? And she had no clue. So I think nobody understands anything about themselves here. Um, fun show, a little strange. Energy was a little off. I think it's just a Friday where. Um, people are getting off work and it's a little early, or maybe it's a city that doesn't know joy. Anyways, I had a good time though. You know, I'm not, you know, pooping on it. It's I really liked it. Saturday was our big show. We did a Wulu Mulu in Taipei, which is like right in the you know hustle and bustle everything. It was a really nice venue. Now uh, I posted some pictures on social media. You can check those out. It's a nice venue. Owner was nice. Um, owner's hoping that I go back and you know sit with him a little bit. I think he's probably got some questions for me. I don't know, but this seemed like a you know really well run place. And although Wulu Mulu means black kangaroos, which I googled on the day of the show in Australia, the owner didn't know. Apparently, when I sit on stage, he only spat out his water in the audience. So um, and then we wrapped it up on Sunday at this. Cool little, you know, joint called Eddie's um, Mexican Cantina, which is owned by a guy named Eddie. Same name as me. Eddie's awesome. I love Eddie. He's a fellow Canadian like myself. He's from BC. He's from um, Kitimat, BC. A little way up north, you know, a little farther away from Vancouver. But he was awesome. He was born, I think, in, um, I think, Mexico. And then his family immigrated to BC. And then he moved to Taiwan. And he's been here ever since um, 16 years ago. Food was awesome. Eddie was great. Um, it's really nice to get that feel. It, it kind of felt like home a little bit um, in that restaurant where you know you get a lot of people who are immigrants or who's been to Taiwan for a while from different countries, and it's located in the part of Taipei called Tianmu. Where it's kind of it's kind of unique situation where there's a tremendous amount of people from other countries. And what I mean by that is white folks, a lot of white people in that little area. And it's like kind of like a Chinatown for white people. I, I guess you call it white white town, or I don't know. So yeah, this so you see white folks walking on the streets like it's just another day. And you're still in Taiwan. And yeah, I saw you know a, this little young Caucasian boy carrying his skateboard and his karate outfit. He obviously just got out of school and his karate class. Very unique experience. Um, Rich part of town. I definitely felt out of place. Um, you know, walking in there as a guy who tells jokes. I was like, I don't, I shouldn't be here for longer than I should because they're going to know that uh, I don't have any money. Anyways, those were the shows. I know I'm rambling a little bit. I know there's no really true story, but there's just so many things that has happened the last few days. I thought I'd give everybody a recap in this episode. And you know what? I am going to record another one within this week. To double up a little bit because there is a story I kind of want to talk about that happened during our transportation. 
and involves not just me, it's never just me, but with the family. So if you want to know where I'm going to be, I will be returning to North America uh, in a few days. I'm not going to live here. There's a reason why I immigrated. It's way too hot. But anyways, this Saturday on June 2nd, I will be at the rail yard in Mission, British Columbia. Next week from June 6th all the way to June 9th, I will be at the Comedy Mix Comedy Club in Vancouver, British Columbia. And from June 14th to 16th, I will be at Mark Reilly's Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan. And then at the end of the month, from June 29th all the way to July 1st, I will be at Edgewater Casino in Laughlin, Nevada. And then on July 2nd, I will be at Honda Casino in Pine Top, Arizona. For any additional dates, please check on my website at kingedhill.com. And that is this week's episode. And I will give you another episode before next week. And I hope to see you then at the same time, hopefully the same place, with a brand new story on being the son of Smiley.